Hey there, I'm Rachel Corbett and welcome to another episode of Small Change, the podcast that's all about the small changes you can make that'll make a big difference to your finances. Now, it seems like a no-brainer that the best option for our finances is whatever is cheapest, right? Especially when it comes to a home loan. Well, according to author and mortgage broker Natasha Janssen's, it's not quite that simple. And before Natasha gets into it, let me remind you that the tips we give on small change are general. So if you want advice that's tailored to your specific circumstances, make sure you seek independent financial advice. Over to you, Natasha. When shopping for a home loan for the first time, it can feel overwhelming. And many people make the assumption that finding the best loan means finding the one with the absolute lowest rate available in the market. And what they often don't realise is that chasing the lowest interest rate can sometimes actually result in headaches and even land you in hot water if you're not aware of what else you need to be looking out for. So with that in mind, let's take a look at what factors you should consider when you're shopping around for a home loan. The first one that catches people out often is time frame. So do you know which lender is actually able to process your application in the required time? This is especially important in time-sensitive situations, such as when you need to settle on a property purchase by a certain date. If the lowest rate in the market means that that lender is inundated with applications, and as a result you're likely to settle your loan a week or two late, and in the process incur penalties then this is unlikely to be the best outcome for you. The next thing to consider is the lender's policy. In other words, which lenders are likely to actually approve your application? Despite popular belief, not all lenders are the same in this regard. Consider factors such as, are they willing to accept the security you're offering? In other words, the property that you wish to buy. Will they loan you the required amount? And how likely are you to pass their credit scoring, which is especially important if you have made late payments in the past? If the lender offering the lowest interest rate is unlikely to approve your application for these reasons, then once again, the loan with the lowest rate is not the best loan for you. So what do I mean when I talk about lender policies? These are essentially guidelines that lenders use to determine which loans they wish to approve and which customers that they want to take on. For example, some lenders love self-employed people, while others prefer those who are PAYG, in other words, fully employed by someone else. Some lenders don't like units in high-rise apartments or prefer that you have a larger deposit in this instance. These are just a couple of examples of how lenders can have different policies. And by the way, when it comes to your borrowing capacity, that too can really vary quite a bit between lenders. I'm talking sometimes in the hundreds of thousands of dollars. So when you consider those factors, such as their policy on your income, the type of property that you wish to buy, and your borrowing capacity, if the lender offering the lowest interest rate is not likely to approve your application based on those factors, then once again, the loan with the lowest interest rate is not the best loan for you. The other thing to think about is what is their customer service like? And which lenders will give you the service that you're after? For example, do you prefer to have branch access? Are you selective about the quality of their internet banking and the apps that they offer? 
Do you require easy access to your redraw facility or an offset account that doesn't involve transferring money to another bank account first? Maybe you would like a credit card that accumulates points. Or perhaps you want a fixed interest loan that comes with an offset account. These are just a few of the factors to consider when it comes to service. Again, if the lowest rate is going to mean you forego these features and are going to have a headache every time you try to engage with your home loan, is the lowest rate still the best rate for you? Next up is their track record. So before you get lured in by a great promotional offer, you should also consider the lender's track record. For example, do they have a tendency to bait and switch? In other words, do they have a habit of offering a really attractive interest rate and then a short time later announcing rate increases? If you're looking for a 100% fixed rate loan, this may not be a concern. However, if any portion of your loan is to be on a variable rate, it can be worthwhile doing your due diligence first. And the last piece of the puzzle now is the cost, their interest rates and fees. So now that you have narrowed down the list of which lenders fit the bill as to what you're after, then and only then do you begin to rank your preferences of lenders by interest rate. Now, when you're doing this, be sure to factor in all fees and charges as well as the interest rate before you make your decision. Something that can make it easier to compare apples with apples is to have a look at their comparison rate, as this will tell you what the total cost of the loan is, not just based on the interest, but also including all fees and charges. So regardless of whether or not you are using a mortgage broker or doing it yourself, before you apply for any loan, make sure that you do your research and are clear on whether your lender of choice meets the criteria that matters to you. You got to read that fine print because those banks, they be sneaky. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Small Change. If you're enjoying the show, why not share it with a friend? And I will see you on Friday for another episode.